welcome to the MDS Leadership Series, where we discuss all things related to the REI process. Your host is Natalie Moore, Senior MDS Specialist. Welcome, Natalie. Hey, everybody. It's Natalie. And today we're going to discuss CMS's announcement regarding those upcoming probe and educate reviews. Beginning June 5th, the Medicare Administrative Contractors, or MACs, began pulling five Medicare Part A claims from every skilled nursing facility, or SNFs, in their jurisdiction. To help us learn more about those probes, what to expect, and how to prepare, I've invited our own expert from LCS's peak portfolio, Angela Webb. Angela is an MDS specialist, but in addition, she also manages all of the peak Medicare audits and appeals. Welcome to the podcast, Angela. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. So first, how about we discuss why CMS has tasked the MAX with conducting these audits? Well, Natalie, because the most recent comprehensive error rate testing report for 2022 shows SNFs with the highest improper payment rate of all healthcare providers. Insufficient documentation is the leading reason. Ah, yes. Unfortunately, we all know we're still struggling with insufficient supportive documentation. I just want to let you know, Angela, that many of our listeners this may actually be their first Medicare audit. So before we get into the weeds, would you mind just explaining what exactly a comprehensive error rate testing or CERT audit is? Sure. CMS created the CERT audit to measure the error rate of improper fee-for-service payments. For example, isolation is claimed on the MDS but there is no supporting documentation for the criteria found in this clinical record. This would be an error. Ah, hence the name comprehensive error rate testing. So really they're looking for errors in our MDS coding. But going back to that insufficient supportive documentation being the leading reason for improper payments, how are the MACs going to determine which communities will be reviewed? All SNF providers that bill Medicare will be reviewed. Wow, that sounds like a huge undertaking. So quite literally, every SNF in the country that has billed Medicare Part A, which would include the majority of all SNFs, right? How are the MACs going to determine where to even begin this process? Well, the MACs were mandated to implement the SNF 5 claim reviews on a rolling basis, beginning with the top 20 of providers that show the highest risk based on the MAC data analysis. Oh, yes, that's right. So Angela and I actually sat in on a training in May, and one of the presenters discussed what they called the SALT risk score, which is a predictor to where communities may land on that MAC data analysis risk scale that Angela was just talking about. Any community with a SALT risk score greater than 65 is predicted to be chosen in that first round of 20%. We were actually able to pull all of LCS's SALT scores, and we've reached out to the communities with the highest risk already. So if you haven't heard from us, we are predicting that you are not going to be pulled in that first 20%. 
Angela, can you get into how the communities are going to get notified when their audit is beginning? Each community will receive a cert letter from CMS, which will include the resident name, dates of service, and the list of the documentation that is required. Okay. And what should the communities do once they receive that notice? For the peak communities, the letter should be sent to me, Angela Webb, as soon as possible. For all other communities, this letter should be taken to the therapy department and let Natalie Moore and Michelle Kramer know that the community has received this letter. The therapy vendor for your building will manage this process and gather documentation. Okay. I just want to add that our MDS nurses should continue to be in communication with the therapy vendor. As the MDS nurse, we know where our supportive documentation is. We may be the ones holding the physician Medicare search. So, just keep in constant communication during the CERT process so that we can ensure we've got all the supportive documentation that's needed, we've got the CERT letter, and everything is in order. What actually happens if a SNF just doesn't respond to the CERT request? Typically, if no documentation is received within 75 days of the initial request, the claim is classified as a no documentation claim and counted as an error. Uh, I've had second request letters sent to me for documentation submission. I'm unsure if this will be happening with this upcoming CERT audit. Yeah, so many uncertainties here, so many unanswered questions. So we really won't know how this is all going to work until, unfortunately, our first community receives their CERT notification. Do you have any other words of wisdom or advice for our communities? Yes, I do. They should review the MDS gather the requested documents and any other documentation that would support the claim and submit as soon as possible. The quicker, the better. And use dividers between sections, review your Medicare certs for completeness, and ensure there is a GG collaboration statement. Ooh, yes, the GG collaboration statement. So as we continue to preach and preach and preach about this collaboration statement, Hopefully now uh, you all will see why it's so important. We use it to support GG in the event of an audit. And so this audit is no different. You are definitely going to want to ensure that collaboration statement is in with the documentation you send for review. You did mention the physician's Medicare cert. So as they're going through their documentation and notice, oh, this physician's Medicare cert isn't filled out, they missed the post-SNF plan, or they didn't put the additional days in there, it's out of compliance in some fashion. What should they do? I know we have a delayed cert form. Should they go ahead and have the provider fill that out? So if you have the initial cert signed, you should send that along with the delayed cert. If you don't have a cert at all, the delayed cert letter should cover the resident stay. Okay, okay. 
Very true. So just to reiterate, if you're if the community is completing an audit, they realize that their Medicare cert is out of compliance, they should go ahead and complete the delayed cert. And then when they submit the supportive documentation, if the initial cert was signed by the provider, they should include that along with the delayed cert. That's correct, Natalie. Okay, okay. That's a very good point because I don't think that many of us knew to do that. Well, thank you so much, Angela. I really appreciate your expertise and time today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And just a reminder for many of our SNFs, this may be the first experience with a MAC audit. And it's not a matter of if this is going to happen to you at your community, but when you're going to receive this audit request. So please be sure that your community has identified a champion who will manage the process of being on the lookout for the CERT letter. CMS has not instructed us on how the letter will be received. So we need a champion to maybe your business office manager to look in the website and the portal uh, where they receive their audits from, their audit requests. We also want to look at the mail that we're receiving, making sure that whoever receives the mail knows that we are on the lookout for this. It could come via fax. It could come via email. If it is via email, more than likely, it's probably going to come to the administrator. Once your community receives that cert letter, please be sure to let Michelle Kramer and Natalie Moore, myself, know. And your therapy vendors for the non-peak portfolio are going to be the ones who are going to help manage this process with you. As always, thank you for all you do every day for our residents, family, and each other. It is noticed and appreciated by the LCS Health Services Division. Thanks for joining us on the MDS Leadership Series. Be on the lookout for the next edition of the MDS Leadership Series podcast, where we're dedicated to the continuing education of our MDS nurses. This has been a Healthcare Highwire presentation. Never stop 